And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. With me, I have Charlie with me. Say hello to everybody. Hello. And tonight is the night. Tonight is the night that we are reviewing Dexter New Blood, season one, episode six. And I'm just going to go ahead and do a little bit, a, you know, a synopsis of what this episode's about. So Dexter's real identity is found out by the sheriff, Angela. She breaks up with him because their relationship was built on a lie. Dexter finds out that Kurt is a serial killer. Angela finds her long lost friend's body in Clark's caves and calls Dexter for his crime scene analyst skills. Harrison's dark pastor reveals again in a school wrestling match and Dexter doesn't know how to handle it. So the very beginning of this episode is something that I have to say that I really enjoyed uh, seeing, to be honest with you. And the name of this episode is called Too Many Tuna Sandwiches. And we'll find out why it's called Too Many Tuna Sandwiches in a few minutes. But this is something that I really have to say was really well done. First off, we have Harrison doing chores. Chris Cornell's song is being played overhead. And matter of fact, that song is actually, in case anybody was wondering, because I had some people that was in the Dexter group that I'm part of that didn't know the name of the song. And the name of that song is actually called The Keeper. And I think it actually describes Dexter to a T, if you think about it, because of the fact that with Chris Cornell, the, with the lyrics, it says, I come far away. My boots don't know this ground, but they know it's real. It doesn't take too long for the road to become a battlefield. So pretty much that's just Dexter's way of walking away from everything, from his life of Miami and he doesn't know the ground that he was walked was walked on, and then of course they don't. He doesn't know what's real, what's not. It doesn't take too long for the road to become a battlefield. So pretty soon, the road that he walked on is going to become a battlefield because this is about the episode of basically stripping him down to his identity because everybody knows him as Jim Lindsay, nobody knows him as Dexter Morgan. So that was something else that I really liked about this, and then also too. Uh, then we also have, like I said before, Harrison uh, doing chores and things like that. And, uh, and then you also have, of course, you wind up having, you know, then you wind up having this one part where Dexter and Deb are looking out the window and he's watching Dexter. Uh, not, not Dexter's watching Harrison. And that's when Deb was like, you know what? This reminds me of the time when, you know, we would get into arguments and, I would have to ask dad for forgiveness. And then that's whenever I start doing different things around the house to get on its good side. But what did you think of the opening scene? I mean, it's interesting. It picks up right when the, uh, the promo leaves off and it's kind of going the idea of what, uh, Kurt was telling Harrison. If somebody gets, if you're really red at somebody do something nice for them. And that's how I instantly picked up. I'm like, okay, Harrison's not doing it for the sake of being nice. He's just doing this to see now get, Dexter off his back, and then I, I just like it because it, it only took one minute into the show, and Deb's dropping f bombs. Like <laughs> it's like one minute in, she's she's dropped two f bombs, one f the one standard f f bomb, and then mother effer. Like and then like and then like this, the going back to like is like can you like is Deb really being the comforting one, or is she being the hatred? Like there's like various egos of Deb. That you're getting, you're getting displayed in this one. She seemed a little bit nicer in this one, not by much, but she seemed nicer. I just thought it was like 
but that but and then and then and of course that's when Dexter finds the job application and Deb's like, you really think you should be doing that? Right. Yeah. And you know, Dexter's just being a concerned father at this point. He's just making sure that Harrison's making the right decisions. He's doing what a father would do, you know, despite yeah. the fact that his dad's a serial killer, but he's looking out for Harrison's best interest. And yeah. to me, I think that is something that you know Dexter is trying to do a good job on. But yeah, right out of the gate, you have Deb cussing and stuff like that, dropping F-bombs, which I think is hilarious. She does cut him a little bit of slack in this episode, but not by much. It's like the skin of your teeth kind of thing, which yeah. we'll get into in a few minutes, especially at the psychiatry office. That's also another well, thing. And also then the... Uh... The scene I kind of was like predicting from the long, like this, 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 the scene I was predicting a long time ago, like probably when, when we first met Audrey, like, yeah, like, and then also when Deb's like, well, at least you don't have to teach him about safe sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, it's just preteen, right? It's preteen yeah. drama. We already know pretty much that they're going to wind up sleeping together pretty at much. some point or another, but we didn't know that it was going to be in Angela's bedroom for crying out loud. Yeah. Which I thought was hilarious though on that part. But, but anyway, we'll get, we'll get to that. But no, it's just I think Deb's a little bit nicer in this one. But then again, it's it's been better than most. Let's just say that. But uh, and then and then of course, Dexter's trying to be the dad, and then Harrison's just all right. I'm just gonna say Harrison's a dick. I'm just gonna say he's a dick. Well, and he's siding with the wrong person. He's definitely siding with the wrong person. Also, too, there's also another thing I want to mention within my notes, though, too. Harrison wants to work for Kurt, and he's also works in this truck stop diner kind of thing too. That's uh, Kurt's uh, business, you know. So that's another thing, and that's basically how Kurt lures uh, these runaway girls into the, with his diner, who is who's broke down, who's broke, who's on the run, and he gives them money, and then he winds up telling them, "Hey, look, you can work in my diner to get yourself back on your feet again if they show back up again at his door." And then next thing you know, when he goes on ahead, he opens the barn door to the basement area and he lures them in to that area, into the basement where he winds up. Yeah. Where he winds up um, having a bedroom, private bedroom, which we're going to get to in a few minutes because Dexter winds up uh, pretty much calling him out on everything and and stuff like that. And you can definitely tell that Kurt was pissed off at Dexter for ruining everything. But also, too, um, another thing I want to mention is this. Uh, Kurt is also fixing Chloe's eye at that point whenever Harrison and Dexter are having that conversation about Kurt. And Chloe is actually, hey, Tanya, how you doing? Uh, so, yeah, basically, you have Kurt. He's over there trying to fix um, Chloe's eye, the, the girl that he actually shot while she was running away, was going to run nice. away. Yeah. But instead, she w- she winds up cutting his face, and then, of course, that's when Kurt gets a sniper rifle and shoots her in the eye. So, yeah, that's what winds up happening. And then, of course, this, this is another thing that happens. Kurt does not like the out- outline of his design for the eye, so he starts hitting it, starts hitting a dead corpse because he didn't like the, how it looked on her. Then, at that point, you have an Elvis Presley song that comes on, a little less aggravation, which is a perfect way of actually describing Kurt. Then at that same time, though, 
Dexter's about to be a little bit less aggravated though too, or more aggravated because of the fact Angela winds up pulling him over because it's a small town, small community. They're actually passing each other on the bridge. Angela turns back around and then she goes, I need to see your license and registration. Of course, Dexter's thinking that they're going to end up having sex because that's what they wind up doing in the first episode. And she goes, no, not that registration, not that license and registration. The one for Dexter Morgan. But yeah, I'll let you go on ahead and tell me what you think about that. We're it's fi- we're finally and it took like six episodes in and we're finally can make pretend, getting closer to full circle like here about we're finally getting Dexter is gonna probably start being named Dexter now hopefully because I'm tired of calling him Jim Lindsay he's not Jim Lindsay he doesn't he's, look like a Jim <laughs> he doesn't look like a Jim he looks like a Dexter like he's like a, a geek kind of thing looking thing so yeah I'm not, it's like finally when she did that it was it's we're finally getting something like now we're getting closer. And and of course the conversation she has in the sheriff's office, and then and I did not see this coming. Um, when Dexter just reveals like what happened, like my wife died. She didn't he didn't go into specifics, but he was going full in. I lost mm-hmm. Deb. Like he's full on going in, and she's not buying any of that. No, and let me just talk talk to you about that scene alone. I was like, I don't like how Angel is because of the fact that. Her way her face is all crunched up and everything. The actor is just sucking. I'm like, let me just tell you something. The dude pretty much catfished her, basically. He he lied about who he was. Yeah. He also winded up pretending he he's just this all around nice guy and everything, which she fell in love with. She doesn't know anything about Dexter Morgan. This is no. her first introduction into Dexter Morgan, and everything. It's not fair to her. And also, too, I yeah. agree with Angela relationships are built on trust. If you don't have trust, yeah. you don't have anything. But I also like when he's going into the room, into the uh, sheriff's office, you see, uh, like I said, the secretary in the wheelchair, you see her again. And she goes, just whatever you did, just say you're sorry. I'm thinking to myself, nah, that's not even going to work. No. Then you see the the other sheriff and everything. And Logan and... Yeah, Logan. You see Logan. Yeah, I like what Logan said. He goes, I got a, a breakup playlist on uh, Spotify if you need oh, a yeah. And But the thing that I thought that was actually interesting was now we actually have Dexter opening up to somebody that he has never opened up to before. He's pretty much been cl- a closed box up until this point. And he was pretty much, he, to be honest with you, he get, didn't really go into specifics of who the serial killer was. Mm-hmm. Or he all he said was he, she was killed by a killer. That's all he said, and it was very vague. But he's trying to get there. He's trying to open up, but he can't yeah. open up. And he's also telling her, "Hey, look, I lost my sister Deb. I was." And she goes, "Well, are you running for something?" He goes, "Yeah, I was running from death because of the fact that I was tired of all the violence out in Miami, and then my sister died, and then I decided to crash my boat and into the hurricane." And then started, and then I was going to die. And but then I realized that after I survived that, that this might be a chance for me to change my life. And that's when I became Jim Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And then this is another, this is something that I, the first thing out of Dexter's mouth was too, he said, it's not illegal to uh, bake your own death. Yeah. And she goes, that's not the point. <laughs> and then, after that happens, he goes, so, are you going to go ahead and not tell anybody my secret? Just go, Dexter. Just go. 
I mean, I'm I'm 50-50. I'm half on her side, and, and again, he shouldn't have lied, but I'm half on Dexter's side because if you knew the truth about him, you would probably run away. Like, like all the stuff that like all the stuff that he did. He his wife was brutally murdered in front of her son, Harrison. Like, why would you want to tell somebody that? Because it's trauma. And his, well, and then like, I'm surprised he didn't mention his adopted, his mother chainsaw right in front of him. Like, there's a lot of stuff that not a lot of people should know. And they don't need to know. Um, like, yeah, it helps if you told them. But I think the really only person she, he kind of really opened up to was Hannah, to be honest. Yeah, that was the only closest person that he actually because they're both serial killers. They're both yeah. killers. They both understood each other. He couldn't do it to Rita, like he no. couldn't really do it for Rita. And then, um, even though, uh, even though, like, I, I didn't, I don't, I didn't, I, don't, I don't, didn't like that they killed her off. To be honest, I thought that was like, that was like a huge like, what moment? Like a shocking moment. I don't, I, I don't like that they did that, but it made sense because there are some mm-hmm. parts where Rita's getting kind of annoying, but. She did not deserve to go out like that. Like, no. and we'll, when we cover season four, we'll get into some details with that. And that was like, again, that was probably one of the most um, gruesome things. What French? You, you seriously don't agree with that? <laughs> that is the most gruesome death. That I've was shocking seen. to me, to be honest yeah. with you, to see that because we're thinking that was the end of They're going to the- Florida. Of the, of the serial killer. Yeah. To be honest with you, we thought that was the end of it. Then all of a sudden it's like, okay, you killed the serial killer that was killing everybody. And then you wind up finding out that he beat you to your own wife and killed your wife. So now he can't really take vengeance on anything. So therefore they that seven them. He so got seven. <laughs> right. But another thing too I want to th- talk about real quick is the guilt that's within Dexter though. Because yeah. now he's carrying that guilt of Rita's death and also Deb's death and he wasn't able to open up to anybody or anything like that. Just shockingly to see him open up to Angela just for the very vaguely doing it. I like that. I liked him talking about it and and also too putting his own self aside for a minute even though he's also trying to save his ass at the same time because you could definitely tell that's what he's trying to do. Trying to figure out an angle out of it just like I did with LaGretta Mm -hmm. in the original Dexter series but Angela's just not buying it. She's no. like out, out. I don't care about your pettiness. I don't care about that. You're out. So no, the disagreement was with Frenchie not liking that. I right. I did not like the what they did with that. He said that was the best part of the show. I'm like, no, that was. <laughs> but okay, so moving on. Yeah, let's go. We'll, on we'll ahead. cover that in season four when we get to it. But right again, I don't know. I just I, I I'm side with I'm half on Angela and then I'm half on Dexter, but usually. At some point, they're always like the uh, Angel, Angela comes around, and we'll get to that like once we at the end of it. But again, I don't know. It's like again, Dev, like Dexter has a, a he's nobody really exposed, and then that then it's when Dexter goes on a warpath trying to figure out who uh, who revealed his identity. Right. Another thing I want to mention is this, though. Before we get out into that, because then that's when we get yeah. the when we get Molly coming into the office, but. This is what Angela says. No wonder why. Um, no wonder why Harrison's having trouble fitting in. Your your problems became his problems, and everything. And that's true. Whatever affects 
family affects everybody. It doesn't just affect one person and everything. And I also like I also like the psychiatry part. I thought that was really interesting to see that. But after that happens, Molly comes busting in and everything. And that's when Dexter's wondering out of curiosity, is she the one who winded up ratting him out? And everything since she has a podcast on called uh Mary Fucking Kills, which is about serial killers and stuff like that. So she and I like about play that. on that, like that when she reveals to Kurt, oh, it's a play on the Mary F Kill game, and I think that's clever. I think that's a, that's a clever way to turn that into a podcast title. Like, I, and uh, I think Jamie Chun's perfect for this role. Mm-hmm. I think she's very flashy, but yeah, she wants to get the details. So I think she's the perfect choice for this character. Um, yeah, and then again, like, because I, I thought in the last episode, I thought Dexter was going to kill her, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of glad that didn't happen. <laughs> Me too, and it's also him checking his emotions, though, first. He's like, I don't want to kill her, because then I'll wind up turning into somebody else that I'm not, yeah. but I need to keep an eye on her, and so he starts listening to her podcast and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and you know, he she did some digging, even with the Bay Har- Harbor Butcher stuff, and every, and also too, he's even going through his mind. He's like, ah, oh, the good days of the Bay Harbor Butcher, and then even <laughs> and then they mentioned Dokes in this when he gets and he goes, how conveniently he just gets blown up at the time that uh, they're they were about to wrap up the case, and basically, and shows the incompetence of Miami Metro. Fucking Lila, sorry, <laughs> right. <laughs> And she almost ruined the show. Like she, Lila was probably the worst character in all of Dexter. Like I gotta say, she's the worst character, and I'm glad they it only lasted for one season <laughs> because that like because like season two was the one I was dreading most reviewing because that was the least season I liked the most. I don't I didn't care for that season that much because of Lila. <laughs> but uh, another thing I want to mention mention is this though is the fact that, you know, Dexter is trying to do the best he can with what he has and everything. So he's li- and he's also reminiscing about the Miami Metro uh, Police Department and things like that, too. And remembering his old friends, and he even mentions that in the way he's thinking, his critical thinking. But then, after that winds up happening, Dexter... Um, and after that winds up happening, Angela wants Molly to stay away from Kirk. Sorry, some of the private chat. Uh, Frenchie's a big Lila fan. <laughs> Too skinny for my 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 taste, to be honest with you. <laughs> Didn't really care for her character, but anyways, um, back to what I'm trying to back to my Sorry. statement though. No, 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 you're good, you're good. Um, uh, but no, back to what I'm saying though is this. Uh, pretty much Angela's telling her, telling Molly, stay away from Kurt. He's bad news. So therefore, you know, she reminds me of Lois Lane from Superman. She's just going to go into no. danger anyways because that's what she wants to do. She wants to be a podcaster. She wants to be a big, huge podcaster and get her name out there. So what better way to do that than to try and to investigate them for the uh, for these runaway girls? Because of the fact that she's trying to – Iris is uh, Angela's best friend. So, of course, she's trying to investigate that whole entire thing. Of course, Dexter's thinking the other way around. She's thinking that he's uh, being investigated by Molly and Angela and and thinking that he's the Bay Harbor Butcher, which is the opposite. They're investigating Kurt instead for the Mm -hmm. runaway girls. Yeah. So, 
you know, and then after that winds up happening, you wind up seeing this one scene where basically Harrison is Mr. Popularity in school. Oh, yeah. The way he's just walking in and everything. And then all of a sudden, this is like right after the scene with uh, a, a couple of days later, after he gets done sleeping with Angela's daughter. I think it's before. Because, uh, okay. uh, yeah, it's because Angela, like, no, no, Audrey wanted to Harrison to come over so they can like, practice for the chem test. And, and Harrison said, sure. Then he gets text messages from his dad. He's like, you're, uh, I'm picking you up at 5 p.m. We're going to therapy together. And Harrison's like, can I get a rain check? So they, like, so this is this is like right this is right before the therapy scene, and and then I just love Deb in this one. Brace yourself, <laughs> right? And to be honest with you, I felt so bad for Harrison though in this scene because he feels like he's been abandoned, and I don't blame him for that, especially the stuff that he's went through. I'm kind of you know? on, I'm kind of both sides. I I kind of feel sorry for Dexter because. Like Dexter had, like Dexter's trying to find a way to tell Harrison the truth, but then again, he's worried because Harrison's got a dark side, and and it definitely again we'll talk about that. And it's that was that scene was hard to watch, and like yeah. uh, when um, we'll get to that, but and I think that's what that's the problem. De- Dexter's trying to find the right thing because he's like them, but. Harrison's leaning towards Kurt to be his mentor, not his own dad. And that and that, that's not where you want to go. Well, I think that Harrison doesn't even know or realize what his dad is capable of, to be honest with that Dexter's a serial killer. And he doesn't know how to deal with it or face it or anything like that or ask Dexter any questions. He's not giving maybe, him a chance, though. That's the problem. Right. But anyway, but this is another thing I want to bring up is the fact Here's the thing. Harrison was on his was on his basically on his own since ten years old. Basically, mm-hmm. if you think about it, because here's the thing: at age five, Hannah told uh, told Harrison um, Dexter was dead. Hannah and Harrison moves out of the country. Hannah dies. Harrison is in foster care, moved, being moved around, and that is a rough life. And then he also feels abandoned. And then, of course, that's when Dexter winds up telling him telling uh of course winds up telling the therapist hey look i've been my my wife died and everything uh someone killed her and of course you know it's very vague again and not coming up uh not even telling anybody what's going on it's just him keeping his own intentions to himself you know instead of Well, Harrison kind of knows too. He wasn't letting on a lot of stuff in the therapy too. I think I think he's had a tough life, but he's also known for being a, a bullshitter. So that's the thing too. He might have been telling the therapist what he wants to hear so they can get out of it too. I mean, I, I believe Harrison in this about he was abandoned. There's still a lot we don't know, and that's the thing. Like we we didn't like we don't know what really happened to Hannah. Harrison said cancer. He could have killed her. I think I think Harrison's got a, a Harrison's got an anger streak. Like he's got an anger problem. Hannah might have said something. Again, we all Harrison could be lying. Like he was he lied about what happened with Ethan. He lied about that. There's a lot we don't know, and that's that's the pro, that that's the thing. There's a lot he's not letting on. So it's like it's like so you have to kind of like it's like like picking a side. Like it's either 
Dexter or you're siding with Dexter or you're siding with Harrison. I'm kind of this from what I've seen. I'm kind of on Dexter. I'm siding with him because Harrison's got something he can't control and he's choosing the wrong person to talk to somebody about it. But then again, we don't really know what really happened to Hannah because we haven't gotten an official. And if uh, I'm, I'm leaning to team Dexter to be honest, but then again, that's, that's me. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the question is like, if uh, anybody that's listening or who you, which, what person are you resign with? Are you team Dexter or team Harrison? But uh, to be honest with you, I can actually side with uh, Harrison a little bit more than I can Dexter. <laughs> I knew we were going to do it that way. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm 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 Dexter because again, there's again Harrison. There's a lot we don't know about him, and that's the problem. And I think like, and I think he's got an anger side. I I wouldn't be surprised if he's the one that actually the real truth. He killed Hannah. And he's lying about it, saying she had cancer. I could see that going that way, to be honest with you. But as far as the abandonment issues and things like that, that part was on Dexter, though, in a sense. I understood that he didn't have a choice or anything like that. But at the same time, though, you have to feel some kind of sympathy towards Harrison for having that life, that hard life, though, in a sense. But, you know, it's very divided when it comes down to sides and stuff like that, if you think about it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... There's been like a lot of like early on, sure I was sided with Harrison, but with more stuff coming out and more stuff like, and the, we're seeing his true intentions about like yeah he what he did to Ethan was warranted, but he's got a he's got a he's got an anger issue, and and it's not he's not using it well and I don't know it's just a lot of stuff that's coming out about how Harrison's kind of he's lying he lies a lot he doesn't he doesn't like and then like I don't know. I, I got to go with Dexter on this one for right now because Harrison's not, it hasn't done anything to remedy the situation. Cause, and then, but the ending though, that definitely really solidified it for me. I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah, no. And yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. We'll definitely get into that part. But another thing too, I forgot to mention this about Kurt to me. Remember whenever he was pounding on Chloe, Chloe's yeah. face, and then it goes into the whole diner scene and everything too you know he has that itch that he wants to get out but he can't get out because of the fact that he's already pretty much ruined everything with the chloe with chloe with killing mm-hmm. chloe then he's trying to go ahead and kill this other girl who di- he didn't know that he had a boyfriend and then that backfires because he, he gave her that girl a lot of money and then she takes off with it <laughs> and, and he's with pissed. her and her boyfriend yeah, and then Harrison comes up. You can definitely tell that he's really high, like really pissed off, mm-hmm. and everything. He goes well. You know, my dad doesn't want me to work with you, work for and you, he- or anything like that. And he goes, "Well, let's see here." He winds up forging Dexter's hand uh, signature, so now he's now actually working with uh, Kurt. He's so, a yep, that's a felony forging the signature. That's- exactly. Like Harrison is so stroking about like trying to do independence. Like I get that, but this is a job for a guy you don't know. You think you know him, but you don't. And Dexter's—I'm signing with Dexter on this one. Me too. Dexter's, the Kurt's bad. 
Kurt is B-A-D bad, like bad, bad, bad. Like avoid, avoid. He's a serial killer. Red flags it's going all over the place. Red flags. Harrison doesn't care. And I'm like, dumbass. Like if you're in a horror movie, you'd be in, you'd be instant person number one. But um, but again, I don't know. I mean, again, like I mean, but the fact that Harrison was so stricken on this job, like, come on, man. At least give uh, let your dad investigate this. Because he right. was a forensic, he was a forensic, um, forensic person for Miami Metro for how many years? At least eight. Right. How many? Sh- how long the show took before this new one? But, yeah. But, let's let's talk about this. I know we're going out of sequence, but that's okay because yeah. I'm having fun talking about it. Yeah. But let's let, okay. Let's talk about this for a second here. Dexter is riding around. He sees Kurt's house, right? And you know, there's no telephone lines. There's yeah. no other uh, way of actually. It's pretty much if you think about it, like Kathy Bates's house of misery. If you yeah. think about it, it's very. Um, it, it's it's out in the country. Nobody knows about it or anything like that. And then he sees uh, Kirk luring uh, Molly into it because of the fact that he's listening to the podcast, the live feed podcast of Molly and also um, Kirk. Yeah. So he's he goes well. I know where Matt is. If you want to, you can you can ride with me. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I like to go on ahead and see what's going on. So what does she do? She gets in the truck with Kurt. Then you know, then he winds up bringing her into that barn. He goes, mm-hmm. oh, he's pretending to knock on the door. Matt, Matt, are you in? Of course he's not in because he's dead because Dexter killed him. But. <laughs> You in the LeBron James Ashes thing? All the LeBron James them, um, <laughs> but yeah. but yeah. Then of course he um she goes well you know he's not here I'm gonna go no 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 he's he's here then that's of course when Kirk comes down uh, that's when of course when Dexter comes down and he goes hey Kurt you in here Kurt is everything okay I think I saw some kids rummaging around and everything is everything cool over here and. So, at that point, he winds up. Um, of course, at that he winds up calling out um, Kurt on his own BS. He's like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, you see, Molly's here because of the fact that she wanted to see my son, and he's not here. So we're just gonna go now." Well, basically, he said, "He's like, yeah, I was just showing him around." No, he said that he had a lead on on Matt. So basically, what winds up happening? Dexter's like, you know what? We're already here. Why don't we go in and see what's going on? You know, let's see if Matt's here. And of course, the door's open and he's looking around and goes, wow, this is nice. This is real nice. And he starts uh, rubbing the door and, and he goes, okay, so the so it locks from the outside, not in the inside. Then he's, you know, webcam, so he likes to watch. Yeah. Then he goes, oh, jacuzzi. <laughs> But I like how his inner thoughts said, this is like Serial Killer 101 mm-hmm. and everything. So I definitely liked how he was analyzing every single thing, like analysis. What about yeah. you? Did you like that scene? I mean, I like the build-up scene, too, when he was going to, like when he's going into the restaurant for lunch. And that's where he sees Matt and Molly meeting up. And that's when he leaves his phone. Yeah, 
Yeah, he leaves his phone there while he's like, oh, um, like, and he's like kind of leaning over to something. You thought he was going to get to steal one of those drinks, kind of what they do at the bar. Oh, I'm just going to take this bottle. No, he leaves his phone there. Like, it, like he didn't pick up on it. So after he takes his phone, he's like, um, it's like, are you going to have your usual, Mr. Lindsay? Nah, um, I'm, I'm trying to cut back. I'm trying to cut back on the tuna sandwiches. So that's why I got like a rye, like a rye sandwich, um, like turkey on rye. Hence the title too many damn tuna sandwiches like so i think that's why he that's why i think that that that's that because i think he's kind of referencing i've i've gotten some weight i kind of need to cut back on that so but i just love that he's just sitting there and you didn't think about where this is gonna go and then when he find out when he's listening to the thing that he recorded them when he finds out about the cabin i was like all right now we're getting now now we're picking up we're picking up now because dexter's found the cabin the infamous cabin where all of the murders have happened. And and then Dexter is able to, he, he pretty much saves Molly because you see Kurt went in there, Molly's pulling out a mace because, you know, and then all of a sudden you see somebody break in the door. Um, And and, and, he's, and it's Dexter go, oh, hey, I thought some college kids were trapped in here or whatever, but it's just, um, and again, I thought that was, that was a cool moment because Dexter finally found the, the cabin and he's looking inside and like this being the, the, the uh, forensic person that he is. And, um, but yeah, I like that scene. He's like, Hey Molly, since he drove you up, I'll take you back. And Kurt was like, you seem like steaming. Um, and he, he was pissed. He was pissed. And I, I, that makes me, okay. I like the scene cause we're actually getting somewhere now. Right. And then also too, after he leaves, he's frustrated once again, yeah. this is like three times. Kurt is yeah, he, he like means the wall. He punches holes in the wall that Eli Manning did after he lost the playoff game to Green Bay. He punched holes and kicks holes in their in their locker room walls. That's what Kurt just did to his own building. So now we actually have it to where Logan is about to leave for the wrestling game. Yeah. Then we have Teddy and Angela are going to go search the caves. And I just want to say this. I'm glad Dexter didn't decide to bury Matt in that cave. Because of the fact that there's other bodies within that cave, but who's to say that it doesn't give Kurt a perfect alibi to kill his own son in the cave and leave him for dead either. But still, knowing that Kurt is actually uh, putting the bodies in there and everything is just uh, flabbergasting, you know? Yeah. And the thing is, Dexter found the cat the cave first. He found the cave, I think, in the second or I think it was the second second or third episode. He found the cave, and he also found the bear. I was expecting the bear to show up. <laughs> but who's to say that there's other... Don't forget, it's a cave. So there's going to yeah. be other sections of the cave that they can explore besides it's that one. Cave, though. Right. But, you know, I had a... You know, remember that old that horror movie, The Descent? That's what it reminded me of, of her going... Angela going through the cave of the descent, uh, like in The Descent. But she goes into the cave, then she winds up seeing a dead body. But while, while that's also going on, you also have, while the exploring of the cave is going on, you have that scene where basically Harrison's getting ready for his wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Dexter's all the way up at the bleacher stance with the bartender. They're talking. Then, of course, you see Kurt busting in mm-hmm. and everything. And you can definitely tell he's still pissed off. He still has energy to burn. And, and get back at Dexter. Right. So what does he do? He has a heart-to-heart with... Uh, Harrison, because Harrison got sucker punched in the wrestling match. Oh yeah, he took a beating. He took a nasty hit in the head on that one, or on the yeah. eyebrow, or whatever. Yeah, right um, in the eye, eyebrow. And then that's when Kurt said, "Do what you have to do to hurt him." 
basically. And then, of course, they go back in there, and the referee is over there uh, seeing Harrison put him in a submission move. He taps. And, and, he's, and the guy is tapping out and everything. And then, of course, Harrison winds up winning the match. And then, of course, the bell rings to, allow, to let them know, hey, look, the match is over with. And then that's when he winds up Tanya Harding him pretty much and breaking his uh, pretty much breaking his uh, arm. Yeah, that was nasty. Like you heard it crunch. Like it's yeah. When you hear it, it's like ooh, and yeah, that was not that that again. That's what that was the moment right there. It's like the uh, it's the Leo DiCaprio from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, there, there. It's, it was like the the pointing sequence. Oh, there I am. There I am. That was that moment right there where I instantly I'm like, okay, I don't trust Harrison. I really don't. I trust. I don't trust him. That's why I'm on Team Dexter. I don't trust that moment, what he did. And Kurt yeah. told him to do that. And, of course, Kurt was bullshitting. But I'm like, I really wanted Dexter to sucker punch Kurt. I really wanted right. him to, you know, he was about to have cock-block Logan. Got it. He's, he got in the center of it because I wanted to see the fight. I wanted to see Dexter take on Kurt because Dexter would win in a heartbeat. Right. And then that's whenever Dexter's inner thoughts come in and he says, my son's uh, dark passenger just uh, went public. Yeah, and then after that happens, that's when we have the scene where they're both heading out the door because the, the crowd's getting ready to have pretty much like a riot. Oh yeah. And then after that happens, that's when Dexter gets the call and he's telling Harrison to hold on a minute. He goes, "Well, are you going to get that gem or not?" And so, anyways, Angela winds up calling him. Yeah. And this is what I was thinking whenever I, she first talked to him was this is she wanting jim Lindsay or is he she wanting dexter morgan and then she, as soon as she says it she goes i need dexter morgan i need the analyst the blood analyst with me right now yeah and then i now then after that it cuts off so let's go into predictions yeah um before we go ahead there's some stuff i want to fill in like i love the sequence when uh when he, when he when Dexter's calling off somebody he didn't know who it was it was Logan he wanted relationship advice I thought that was sequence was so funny in the bar when they didn't talk oh I got a perfect playlist for you when Molly dumped me what what Molly dumped you I thought that was that and that's what led to the sequence where Harrison goes over to Audrey and they're telling them we're talking about like how the two of them are fucked up in a sense and caught it caught it up said too they're gonna hook up i mean it's pretty obvious and then we just didn't know it was gonna be in that context though no no and then and then angela finds them and then dexter's talking (laughs) harrison and harrison's like i gotta get ready for school and deb's like um you better hope they wear protection because you and i both know you ain't ready to be a grandfather (laughs) i thought that sequence was so fun that that line was so funny by deb you and i both know you ain't ready to be a god like a grandfather i thought that was Okay. That made me laugh, to be honest. That made me laugh, too. Like, okay, Deb, you had that moment. That, that was great. But, uh, again, and then, and then, and then, but, yeah. And then, but the, the, the case sequence went, uh, as soon as Angela finds her, her long-lost friend dead, that's when you instantly know she's, like, ugh. Ugh. I think she knew, like, oh, no. Like, all right, I gotta find, uh, she went from upset to pissed. In, in like a matter of seconds. And that's when she called up, I need Dexter Morgan. That means we know, all right, 
shit's hitting the fan. We're, we're getting somewhere right now. Like we're, 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 we're about to get to seven episodes. Seven episodes going to be the provincial episode. But yeah, sorry. Go ahead. We're, we can do predictions now. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, uh, my prediction is this. One or two ways here. Number one, we already know that Kurt is going to get arrested in this next episode. Now, who over or under that Dexter will go ahead and falsify the evidence so that way he can kill Kurt himself? Or... It's going to be where it's not enough evidence for them to st- to stick him with, so therefore the cops are just going to go ahead and let him go. Which one do you think it will be? I'm going to say... I'll go option three. What's they have enough evidence, and they arrest him, and he's in jail. So Dexter doesn't have to do the killing. Because you know deep down he wants to kill him. I don't think he can, because you know if he kills him, Harrison well, would just be pissed at him. Well, not only that, though, man. Think of it like this, okay? And this is just... He's over there doing the analyst. He's doing being the analyst now in the cave. We see that clearly. So I'm, he's altered evidence before to let the, 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 let the person walk and everything. And so that way he can get Kurt. So that way he can go on here and get the serial killer. That's just me thinking. But... Let's say, for instance, that he does. Do you think that he's going to use the room that he watches people in, or do you think he's going to go ahead and use the room, use use the kill room as where they frame people? I'm not sure. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if I don't know. I was thinking like because um to go on your evidence thing. I think Dexter is going to like. I don't think he's going to falsify. I think he's going to point them to the right direction in this case Um, because. In the tra- in the, the promo they show you for the next episode, they find that Dexter shows Angela the room where it happens. He shows them and he shows them that they're in the room. They're investigating. They have the cameras. I'm pretty sure you'll be able to find a way to get into the house. Um, um, so again, I don't know. I mean, I I don't I don't think he's going to falsify anything. I think he's going to tell them like point point them in the right direction. I think he's going to try to be the He's trying to help them so they can get Kurt out, like and out of the way, so he doesn't corrupt his son, because that's what Kurt's doing. And and that the little the little snipe like, comment by the uh, by the jocks after they look at Harrison is like, "You're dead," which means this is where the fight's going to happen. It's going to be those jocks, one of those jocks taking on Harrison. They're fighting in the cabin. Um, the, 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 I think that's I think that's mm. the sequence we're going to see. Harrison's going to have to fight these guys or something. There's going to be a big brawl. Or something in the ca- in Dexter's cabin, um, may it happen next episode or, or, or really soon. But uh, once once Harrison broke the guy's arm, now, I'm I knew thinking that, that he- it's going to be the opposing team that he has to go ahead and fight against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. The opposing team he's going to have to fight. Yeah, it's like one of those guys on the opposing team of their teammate that he just broke their arm, like right. like shattered it. Like I don't, I don't like. I mean, that guy's never going right. to be a wrestle again. I mean, after no. that's that. I mean, but. I, Harrison's gonna win the fight because he's got a mean streak, and that's and then and, that, and that's somebody that I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm like I'm not liking where we're going with Harrison a little bit. Like I I I I mean, I'm not liking this um a little bit. Again, this is me. Like because especially they reveal the truth that he's the one who really killed Hannah. Um, I mean, I don't know if they'll do, if Dexter gonna do this. Like he he can only put he can only help his son for so much until the point is he's created a monster. And he's gonna have to put the monster down. 
I hope it doesn't end like that because I'm I don't either. Like but... I, I'm hoping for a positive outcome between him and Dexter to where there's some healing. But I think until Kurt winds up, until he sees what Kurt is doing, that's the only way. Um, so six episodes in, you all leave a comment on how. Okay. So leave. Here's the thing. Go on ahead and. Let us know how the season stacks up so far. What are some of your favorite episodes within the six episodes that we have? Because I'm interested to know what you guys have to say about that, to be honest with you, on how it stacks. Right now, this is my favorite episode, aside from some of the other stuff that we had. I think it's. I think the question was, instead with, the, with this season compared to the others, mm. is this better than the old show? Okay. I, I think it's better than the season. Uh, to be honest with you, so far it's better than the season finale. Yeah, I would say that. I mean, I'm, I think it's better than seasons five through eight. I mean, it's better. It's the ending. You got to know the ending. Like, I don't want the ending I just suggested to happen. I wouldn't be surprised if it does. Like, I would hate it for it to be. I want a positive thing, but. Sometimes not all shows have like need like not all shows end positively. Things that you want to end positively goes the exact opposite. It goes one eighty. Like I'm hoping for a positive like that, and I kind of want to see them like somehow go back to Miami. But there's only so much you can deal with Harrison. That's the problem. If you can't control him, he's going to be that. I, I think that one thing that I can see Harrison kind of turn on Kurt is later on, like in the behind the scenes, you see the truck crash into where the cabin is and you see um you see it looks like Kurt again wearing the mask and he's got he's about to do a kill. I could see either that being Dexter or Harrison and I think they're gonna kidnap Audrey. I think Audrey's gonna be the target that ends up getting kidnapped by Kurt and Harrison's gotta go find him. I can see that. Um just as long as they don't kill Harrison or they don't kill Dexter. Like I don't think Dexter deserves to die, honestly. Um but again, I don't even know how this one's gonna end. It, it's interesting. I just want you gotta nail the ending. You gotta nail it because all this would be worth all this hype would have been worth nothing if the ending sucks just as bad as the, the series finale. Most definitely. And to be honest with you, I like the the very first episode, the Fargo kind of feel to it, the slow tension build. Now we're getting towards the meat of it and just you know, basically not slowing down. And this is exactly what you want out of a TV series like this, where Mm -hmm. you want to have that slow build. And then once that slow build is there, you can release it. Um, So over under 50 that Harrison takes Dexter's kill killer or kills or killer's mantle. Um, I'll say under because the way Harrison kills people is a lot different than how Dexter does it. Um, I think Dexter's more, he's more secret. It's kind of like a, a kind of like a serial killer ninja in a sense. Not really a ninja, but in kind of the same idea. Harrison does it. He wants you to know it. He does it in public, and he makes it seem like he's the hero. He wants the, he wants the glitz and the glamour and the fame. That's what Harrison kind of wants. He wants to be that public figure. Oh, he's a also sense. a teenager. He's also a I teenager, know. though, too. So, yeah. It's adolescence. Yeah. But then again, it's it, again. It, this is like it, it could be a different like that. I mean, he not many not many teenagers with adolescents 
kill almost kill a guy and know how to precisely cut Ethan the way Trinity Killer killed his victims. True. Like there's not many people that not many people have that specific type of knife in their back pocket. Like I was worried Audrey was gonna take that knife. Mm-hmm. You're saying like, yeah. Oh, go on ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Yeah, it was. It was like in the scene when they're hooking up. Like you see the knife clearly in the back pocket of Harrison. Like, yeah, but then luckily they didn't do that. But I don't know. I think that I think that that's the thing. Harrison's more of the flashy kind. Of, again, he's a teenager. But when Dexter was a teenager, he never he never did that. He always did it in privately because he actually had somebody teach him how to do the ways. But that's the problem. Harrison's more flashy, and that's not and that's not how you want to go. Oh, you're muted, John. Well, here's the thing, though. You actually have to look at it from this angle as well. I understand where you're coming from because I, I do agree with you on certain points on that. But at the same time, though, like you mentioned, he didn't have like a Harry to show him the ropes or anything like that. If there's room for healing, if there's room for Dexter to help him the way Harry helped him, and if he's able to learn, I think that you can see a father and son kind of thing to it. Now, as far as the knife goes in the back pocket, I don't think he was going to harm her at all, to be honest with you, because she's never done anything to him to harm her, to cause him harm. But another thing, too, I want to mention is this. I want to say he's carrying the knife around for self-defense purposes, not for – that's just me. Yeah. I don't know. I think think we're gone to the port. We're gone past that port of him, like, having the heart-to-heart. He snapped the guy's arm like full on, and Dexter like and Dexter was the one that's t- like kind of like I think he's he doesn't encourage that, like I think he's like that's not who Dexter is. He doesn't want to go out and break arms because someone told him to do it, like and that's the problem. And like that that's the problem with Kurt. And it's like if, if Harrison was just willing to listen to Dexter, and like I know he's trying to get his independence and stuff, but it's like every moment, like I know Harrison has. He, he's like he he has hatreds for his dad, and that's fine. But don't go listen to somebody else that's not like that. When Dexter's trying to tell you, like he's bad, there's something wrong with him, and he's telling you to go and you're intentionally go to hurt somebody. It's like Will Ferrell telling a bunch of seven year olds from kicking and screaming to hurt to hurt someone's clavicle when he's hyped up on coffee. Like, no, come on, like. <laughs> Charlie's Harrison's biggest fan. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was. Um, I was until he started lying. True. It's not that I'm rooting for Harrison or anything like that. I'm just siding on a few things that he's done. But also, too, I'm siding a little bit with Dexter. It's, kind of co- it's very complex. I'm, like, very lukewarm on certain parts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, it's, you know. It's pretty I, cut and dry for me. But then again, to each his own. <laughs> Right. But here's the thing, guys. What do you think about our theories and stuff like that? Leave a comment below. I'm curious to know. Do you agree with Charlie? Is uh, is Harrison going to go on ahead and get the axe at the end of it? Or is it, or are they going to have a positive outcome? Tell I didn't say that. I didn't say Harrison's going to get the axe. I'm hoping it doesn't happen. But so far, all the things are the kind of saying he's kind of out of control. And if there's something that's out of control, you can you need to like take care of it before it comes a big problem. Because again, small town, a lot harder to get away with something than a small town. Everybody knows about it. This is Miami, yeah, it's no problem. Like my Miami, Miami's Miami. Come on. But 
I'm not rooting for that. I'm not rooting for Harrison to get the X at the end. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for the positive thing. But there's comes a point where you got to look like, re, like look at all the facts that have you, we've been seeing. It's kind of telling you, like, Harrison, sure, you feel sorry for him, but you can't trust him. Dexter's the known commodity because we've known Dexter for all my time, and all what he's been doing has been for to help people, in a sense, by taking out the people because taking out the people that need to be taken out. He's a vigilante serial killer that's like kind of likable. Not many serial killers are likable. But I'm just saying this 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 anger streak by Harrison is not good. And it's it's kind of a red flag, like Kirk, kind of a red flag. That instant snap of the guy's bone, instant red flag. So, and the whole town saw it. Everybody that's in that, like, everybody's in there, in the gym. That's probably most of the town, if not the entire town. Everybody pretty saw much probably the entire in, town. That's pretty much like my town. town. <laughs> Everybody saw what he did. He, I don't think he's going to be credited the hero anymore. I think he's going to lose that title in the school, especially. Well, we just have to wait and see how that plays out on that part. Because I don't think he's going to be titled the hero either. I think he's going to be more of the outcast than anything now. Yeah, but at the same time, though, him. I want to say he's still going to have his jock friends that's going to support him. Well, they're shots of drugs, so of course they're going to support him. <laughs> right. But anyways, guys, tell us what you think in the comments below and everything. Let us know your predictions. Let us know what you think of this show and everything, this after show that we've been doing uh, for the last couple of weeks and everything for Dexter Newblood. I'm curious to know what you think is because I'm here's the thing. I like listening to what you guys have to say. So leave a comment below. Also, to do us another thing. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button on the bottom right hand corner of the screen. Also, to smashing that bell on the bottom right hand corner as well allows you guys to know when we have something new coming out. Also, too, another thing I want to mention is this. Go on ahead and follow us on Facebook underneath Movie Lovers TV Lovers Night over there. Of course, underneath the same brand name on Instagram and on Pinterest as well. You guys can go ahead and get an audio podcast of our episodes and many episodes that we do here wherever you guys get your major podcasts from. Also, also too. Twitch. We're yep, on Twitch we're, as well. Yep. Now we're actually on the Twitch platform streaming at you and thank you for everybody that actually had a chance to check us out for the first time on twitch let us do us a favor tell us what you think about tonight's episode as well even though maybe you might not have gotten a chance to watch uh dexter new blood i'm curious to know what you thought of the show in general as a whole so tell us what you think do that also too don't forget to go to gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers podcast to donate five to ten dollars over there but like i said simple like simple share goes a long way here at movie lovers unite uh, we actually have, <laughs> and of course we have some disagreements inside the chats and stuff like that too with Charlie. It's not the first time here at Ruby Lovers Night where somebody disagrees with Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much the tradition that we have here at Ruby Lovers Night. But anyways, go on ahead, go to Good Pods. And what is Good Pods? I'm glad that you guys got a chance to ask me what Good Pods is. Good Pods is basically social networking for people that love podcasting or if you're a podcaster yourself and if you want to go ahead and rate us, you can rate individual episodes on Good Pods. You can go ahead and comment. Now, get this there's actually a feature now where we can actually talk to you and reply back to you. So go on ahead, give us a review, 
of our show. Also, to rate individual episodes, tell us what you think over there. Then, of course, guys, you guys can go on ahead, follow me on our neat movie lovers unit zero on TikTok. And then, of course, guys can go on ahead and follow me on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit. Of course, if you would like to be on the show, if you're a sponsor as well, just go on and reach out to me at MovieLoversUnite at gmail.com. And that's everywhere that you can follow me at. And thanks again, Charlie. I do appreciate you talking about Dexter New Blood with me. This has been, this has been a, to be honest with you, Monday nights has been a fun night for me reviewing a show like Dexter, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I have fun with all of our other stuff that we've done. But to me, there's just something special about doing Dexter, uh, reviewing Dexter with you. That's just fun, you know? Yeah. So with that being said, guys, always until next time. It's been real. It's been fun. I can't wait to do this again. And bye-bye.